Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I have to tell you, Mother's Day is always a bit bittersweet for me. My own mom has been gone now for 12 years, and as this day approached, I found myself reflecting on what it was like to be her daughter, and also on the beautiful gift of motherhood. I would never have imagined that God would give me four children, and some days I'm still in awe. Other days, it's pure chaos, but some days I'm in awe. I was out running today thinking about my mom and my kids while listening to another podcast, and it occurred to me that I really should do a special episode for Mother's Day. As the thoughts swirled in my mind, two goals emerged. First, I want to celebrate all mothers, especially those who walk beside me as friends in my own journey as a mom and those I've had the pleasure of getting to know on the podcast. Second, I wanted to tell you all a little more about my mom, who was my inspiration for starting the podcast in the first place. So first to all of you mothers out there, I see you. I know that it's not always easy. Believe me, I know. I know that there are days that you push yourself to the limits out of pure love. You're sometimes weary and you find yourself depleted. I celebrate you for all the small things you do every day. I will tell you this, your inner strength is bigger and wider than you may realize, and each of you inspire me. My mama friends show me day after day and year after year, and all the moms on the podcast tell me stories in our interviews that make this fact clear. Mothers, each of you have the heart of a warrior, brave and determined, yet also tender and gentle. So in the spirit of celebrating all you moms, I thought I'd pass on a few words of encouragement that I've taken from my own friends who are mothers and from those who have been on the podcast. So here we go. Struggle less. Keep it simple. Embrace the moment. Invest in the things that keep you connected and bring you joy. Slug it out. Fear not. God has you. Don't be afraid to get messy. Don't be afraid to wear a Batman mask. You are stronger than you think. We are in this together. Choose joy. Give yourself grace. Help each other on this journey of motherhood. Set an example for your children by chasing your dreams. Show them that it's all worth it. And never feel guilty for developing yourself. It's never too late to dream a new dream. No matter how it feels, you are never alone. We have to carry each other on this journey, my friends, my fellow moms. Let's continue to celebrate our differences. Let's champion our fellow mothers. Never forget that you deserve nurturing too. You can be more than one thing. Be bold with your life and you will teach your children to be bold also. You are a warrior. You are a mom. And now more on my own mother. My mother was the embodiment of warmth and connection. Her love served as a foundation for me that allowed me to be unafraid in pursuing a life I love. She died unexpectedly in her sleep in February of 2008. 
I only had one child at the time, so she only met one of my babies. I was completely shocked by her death, but I often think it was a gift to her. No suffering. But of course, it was tremendously hard for all of those left behind, including myself. It was with her in mind that I started the podcast, aimed at connecting and empowering women, just as she had done for me in my life. She always encouraged me to go beyond, to dream, to believe in myself. During quarantine, I've actually started to get some loose thoughts together on my life. And in those pages, I talk a lot about my mom. I'm going to share an excerpt with you now. Joy. Oh my, was there joy in my life as a child. My mom was a cultivator of joy. She knew how to take the little moments and make them into something special. She grew up with close to nothing, so she wasn't raised to value or find happiness in material things, and as a result, neither were we, for the most part. She forgave us quickly for mistakes we made as children, always focusing on what she knew was in our hearts, and always celebrating the joy we brought to her days. When I was in kindergarten, I was quite the perfectionist. Getting a frown face on a coloring assignment, literally for coloring outside the lines, would make my stomach hurt from the anxiety produced by not getting it right. The tendency would almost totally slip away as I advanced on towards adulthood. Thank God. But at the time, it was very real. One day, I finished my lunch and stood up to walk across the cafeteria and throw away my trash. As a five-year-old may be inclined to do, I gleefully began to skip back from the trash can to my seat, but only made it about halfway before the lunch monitor sternly scolded me, telling me not to skip in the cafeteria. I know this was for my own safety, and I know she was just doing her job, but I was crippled with worry. I felt so bad for making a mistake that after lunch, I told my teacher that my stomach hurt and was sent to the nurse who called my mom. My mom was likely ironing clothes outside when she received the call, which she often did at the time. She'd take the iron and the ironing board out in the backyard and set it up so that she could catch some rays while accomplishing her domestic tasks. She immediately agreed to come get me. She knew I wasn't sick, but she definitely did not care. She whisked me away from school and told me that we'd have some fun that afternoon while my brother was napping. She took a large metal wash basin out back and filled it with water from the hose, telling me to run inside and put on my swimsuit. She let me have my favorite, a chocolate Tootsie Pop, while I climbed into the basin full of water warming in the sun. My little five-year-old body barely fit, but it worked, and she laid on a lawn chair beside me. We laughed and joked, and she talked to me about the importance of remembering that no one is perfect, except Jesus. I remember that she always said, except Jesus. The memory of that simple afternoon brings me joy still to this day. I can almost feel the afternoon sun on my skin and the spring breeze across my face. Later into middle school and high school, as I continued my perfectionism, my mom would tell me things like, skip a day of school, Gina. It would be good for you. I never did that. Or break a rule and see how it feels. The world won't fall apart. Eventually, I did get somewhat good at that. She calmed me in my first year of college as I cried after getting the first C of my life on a test in a pre-med chemistry course. She told me to forget it and move on. Now that I knew what I had to do, she said I could move forward. I knew the kind of studying that was required. She eased my mind and told me to get in bed and snuggle up. Tomorrow would be another day. 
I slowly began to release myself from the perfectionist vice as I made my way through college, realizing that the most efficient way to learn sometimes meant not being hyper-focused on each and every detail. I also discovered that coloring outside the lines was where the magic could be found. That would propel me onward in my career and my personal life. When I was pregnant with my first child, the only grandchild my mom would ever know, she celebrated every aspect of the pregnancy. She threw the most wonderful baby shower for me, every detail full of love, including the nursery rhymes, themed decor, and the food, which of course she made herself. She organized games, and even though she had a bridge that was loose, resulting in her teeth frequently falling out of that section of her mouth, she would participate in each game. Her bridge fell out during the pass the orange game, in which we were required to stand in a line and pass an orange, which was the size of the baby at the time, down the line in the crook of our necks. She stepped into the other room, super glued her bridge back in, yes, I'm serious, and kept playing. In addition to the games, she had everyone there complete a page in an advice book on being a mother for me. In this book, she wrote a very poignant piece of advice that still stays with me and allows me to continue seeking joy even when I mess up or when life seems tough. And it was this, Gina, forgive yourself for any mistakes you make. It has been really fun for me to write down these reflections and I have no idea what will become of these words, but I thank you for allowing me to share them with you. And so I say to you, just as my mom advised me, forgive yourself. Free yourself to go on doing your best. Embrace every opportunity for joy. And so to wrap this up, Marsha Beth, Mom, I thank you for the ways that your love shaped my life. I miss you still, but I know we will meet again. I strive to honor you well in the life that I live and through my own mothering of Livy, Cal, Danny, and Drew. And to all of you mothers out there, I hope you get some time this Mother's Day to do something that makes your heart sing and maybe have a glass of wine too. Maybe those two things are one and the same. But anyway, I celebrate you, all you do, and the tremendous beauty on the horizon in each of your lives. Connected, we can rise. When you call me.